Greetings, North South Connection. Welcome to the latest episode of Cronoso. I'll be your host on this one, Jambalaya Jake. Um, I will be covering the first ever Intercontinental title match in WrestleMania history, which would be JYD versus Greg the Hammer Valentine from WrestleMania 1. Um, so just a little bit of uh, background on these. So, of course, Valentine is the Intercontinental Champion after taking it from Tito, I believe, late in 1984. And JYD had kind of just come into a promotion the past year, I believe, and was kind of picking up steam. And it was already a pretty over babyface. So this is kind of, um, I believe, on the show, maybe our first kind of featured match um, as far as um, the notoriety of each guy. Um, so we'll get into it. So we start off with a few promos. We get uh, Lord Al in the back. He looks scared to death. I love these WrestleMania 1 Lord Al promos where he's um, just looks like he's staring into the eyes of his captor in the, uh, in the uh, entranceway here. But uh, I love this hammer. This version of hammer is so cool. He's still in like um, the kind of 19... 19- uh, 84 85 hammer with the uh the shades on and he doesn't have the leather jacket here but i just remember if you watch some of those old tnts you get like cool leather jacket hammer um and that's where you're getting here he's awesome he says he's the hammer because he hits him hard he talks about losing 16 pounds being in the best shape of his life and then um 1.3 seconds after hammer's finished speaking jyd comes up which is kind of funny they're apparently 18 inches from each other even though they're about to have this heated match but anyway, JYD just cuts like a standard JYD promo. He wants a bone, and his bone tonight is going to be the Intercontinental Belt. So um, we get into the match. It uh, it's wild, um, you know, just in general. WrestleMania one, uh, like the presentation of this, just to think where they would be, just even two years in the future at WrestleMania three. The presentation here is just it's like night and day. Uh, Still in pretty full-on house show mode here. Like this, the presentation here is just like when you watch the old MSG house shows um, from the MSG network. But anyway, we um, so um, the crowd is really into Dog when he comes out. Uh, he gets a pretty big pop. So we we start off lots of posturing as you would think in the beginning, kind of both kind of doing some fake strikes and that sort of thing. Jesse calls that the uh, the psych out game. Uh, dog hits a pretty solid right. I thought he had, had a pretty solid strike there. He goes, we go down to the mat and he does the old uh, JYD headbutts, which I have to admit, I don't mind the, the standing JYD headbutt. I think those could look pretty good. But I've always found these one where he gets down and like does the full on dog thing just absolutely terrible. Like he doesn't do anything to like attack the mat when he's doing it. So it just looks like he's like rubbing his head on Valentine. It does not look devastating at all. And these guys have to sell it. And it just never looks good. So I've never been a big fan of the dogs on all fours headbutts. Um, sorry, dog. New Orleans legend. But anyway, uh, Hammer bails out and they kind of reset on the test of strength. Uh, Hammer, I think, does look great here. Um, like in the promo, he said he lost 16 pounds. And even Gorilla and Jesse are on it here saying that he he looks like he's in the best shape of his life. And he really does. I mean, he's still built like a brick shithouse. And he's not like ripped or anything. But he's he's got some pretty good definition. And he's not uh, <laughs> he has not been overcome by the, the, the droop, I'll call it, that maybe <laughs> starts to come in later in the 80s and into the 90s with old Hammer. Nothing at Hammer. Love you, man. But uh, I have to say that... Um, Throughout this, uh, so he the hammer starts to go to the leg work. I, I have to say that uh, dog strike throughout this. I know I said his head butts on the ground were bad, but the um, they're really well timed. Like they really do a good job of working the crowd for what little stuff that they really do in this match. Like I find that 
at the exact right time, once Hammer's been working over for a good couple minutes, he always comes in and hits like one right hand or one little headbutt to get the crowd back behind him. Like never gives the crowd too long to kind of sit on their hands, which is good. And they are into him, like I said. And we kind of crescendo at the end of this with, um, you know, dog kind of fights through the the little, I don't know, 45 seconds of limb work we get by Hammer here. Uh, Jimmy comes up on the apron. Dog uh, cracks him and, th- and he takes a big bump off. A, a classic Jimmy, Jimmy Hart bump off of the apron. The crowd gets, you get the biggest pop of the match for that one. Um, but while he's doing that, that of course gives Hammer some time to recover. Hammer gets the roll up and, um, and uses the ropes for leverage to get the three count to big jeers from the crowd here. Um, and so... In a weird turn here, you would think that would be in. Let Hammer get the uh, the heel win here. You know, not much of a match. It went about six or seven minutes. But it may be the only time in wrestling history uh, someone comes out, Tito comes out here, and convinces the ref to restart the match. Uh, like, he comes in a slacks and his white button-down shirt to protest what's going on. And the ref actually listens to him. Like, why the ref would listen? I don't know why he just believes Tito. Tito is not an official. It's it's kind of silly. But, uh, like, so they restart the match. And Hammer is kind of just thinking, well, you know what? I already won this. I'm not getting back in. And he just stays on the outside. And the ref counts him out in the fastest count ever. Like, if I would be Hammer, I'd feel like I got kind of screwed in this. Like they restart the match. You would think the ref would give him more time to get in or something, but the ref's like doing this fast count, counts them out. And then the crowd gets to pop because technically JYD is one. So really kind of going for having their cake and eat it to finish here by having (laughs) JYD win, but then hammer still gets to win. Like I kind of, you obviously get what they're going for, protect JYD and let hammer get the pin. So each guy kind of gets a bit of a rub, but you could definitely tell with this match that they were still in. So I'd probably say this match is about a star and a half. It's really no great shakes. It's real basic. I mean, the biggest compliment I can give to it is that they worked the crowd really well, but it doesn't really have much time to build to anything. I mean, JYD is obviously limited. Uh, but you could you could tell that they still were in this like house show mode in this original WrestleMania because there's no real feeling in this match that they're trying to make the IC title look like this marquee thing. It's like they just wanted to get it on the show, get two, um, you know, get Hammer on as the champ, build the Tito thing. And you would think as time would go on, this would be where you would get the, you know, the Tito and Hammer blow off as opposed to just using WrestleMania as a, as a means to build up the match. So it's a little weird there for like, you know, somebody who's been watching this for, you know, since, WrestleMania one, the way you've been conditioned, this is a bit jarring because it is such kind of a lackluster match for what would become, you know, given the classics that would come with the IC title in the future. Um, but you know, they get what they wanted. They get the crowd to pop for JYD and they kind of protect Tamra and continue to build this Tito thing. Um, you know, it's just, we don't really want the IC title in a throwaway match. Our brains don't really work with that, but you know, all in all, it's it's what's expected, as I'm sure um, my cohorts, as we go through this first WrestleMania on this project, are going to have some similar feelings on all these matches. But um, to, to get into the aftermath of it, so JYD would kind of continue on into, into uh, the rest of 85 and kind of establish himself in this early uh, WrestleMania era as kind of the, the number two face, I think, if I'm not mistaken, behind Hogan. So he had a pretty good run here in the... 
in this uh, you know mid '80s run in, in WWF. Um, he would go on to win the Wrestling Classic later in this year, so kind of a big spot. Uh, and of course, uh, Valentine would go on to face Tito. As you could see, that's kind of really the point of this match was to build that feud even further. But he would go on to um, sorry, I'm sorry, Tito would beat him. I should say in a uh, cage match later in this year, and Tito would win the IC title from Valentine. So, but uh, yeah, that is. <laughs> A pretty quick rundown, maybe not the most uh, the most exciting way to establish uh, the IC title in WrestleMania, but of course it will get a lot more interesting as we continue on through this. But um, that's pretty much it. If you um, if you would like to hear my voice anymore on the North South Connection feed, uh, go ahead and check out the Ruthless Aggressive podcast. Here it's where I go through the uh, Ruthless Aggression era of WWE. I started right after WrestleMania 18. And I follow it. I cover all the weekly TV. Every episode I do the Raw and SmackDown from the week. And I do an episode on the pay-per-views. Uh, the latest one I did with uh, my good pal Matt Souza. We covered Armageddon 2002. Which, uh, you know, maybe is somewhat maligned in certain ways. But it was certainly one that I didn't remember too well. It was fun to go back to. And um, I will say that one of my favorite things about doing the pod this way is because I do deep dive all the weekly TV I feel like I have the full context as I go into these pay-per-views. And so I feel like I can really see the total package as opposed to just watching the pay-per-views maybe in a vacuum. I think you can get a little bit more and kind of see how they were built um, for better or for worse. So it's always cool to be able to look at it through that. But I hope you listen to it and I will be back next time um, whenever it is my go on the Cronoso project. So I will see you then. <laughs>